This is Dave Morris in Edinburgh, Scotland. Today I want to tell you about a project I've been working on recently. Let me start by introducing myself a little bit. I'm a retired IT manager. I took early retirement a few years ago. I spent most of my working life helping run IT services for university staff and students in two UK universities, one of them in Northern England and one in Scotland. I worked as a programmer to start with and then became a manager. Even as a manager I seem to still be writing programs. I've always enjoyed solving practical problems and still do. I've always felt that writing a well-crafted computer program is like making a physical object in, in either wood or metal or whatever. It appeals to some of the same drives or motivations and can be as satisfying if it comes together well. I guess this is the motivation that keeps me writing programs now. Right, so here's the problem. Um, I'm a fan of the Magnitune service, um, which is at magnitune.com. And I've been buying music from them for a number of years, seven or eight years maybe. The Magnitune website has got some good interfaces for exploring and downloading the music, and it's got interfaces for, for browsing um, as well in the form of various clients. There's also facilities available in a number of players on Linux, um, and I have direct experience of some of these. Amarok is one, which allows you to browse and purchase look at artist information and album details. There's a plugin in Rhythmbox, or at least there was. It's currently unavailable, but it's apparently due to re return soon. There's also the GNOME Music Player client, which is actually a front-end to the Music Player daemon, MPD. That also offers a Magnitude browser. Don't think you can buy music through it. There's a Magnitude web player uh, which you can access off the Magnitude site. It's uh, a web-based tool that will uh, let you browse and play and buy stuff. And it's actually very good. Um, there's also an Android player, which is a fairly basic browser and player that's been provided by, um, uh, by Magnitude and runs on Android 2.0 and up. Of that collection, the best in my mind, is the Magnitune Web 2.0 player. And um, it it's good for exploring and listening to music. But none of these interfaces quite do what I want. So I decided to write something of my own. Um, what I wanted to be able to do was to download OG files, to download the cover art, to get 
any artwork there happened to be, which is artist details and album details and so forth. Um, and uh, I wanted to be able to store my music indexed by album name. And none of them quite do that, or all of that anyway. Now I currently host my music on uh, an HP ProLiant microserver, which I'm sitting right next to, in case you can hear the noise of it. Um, hope you can't. Um, and from there I share the music across the network and uh, play it, the home network that is, and play it with the music player daemon on my desktop system or wherever I happen to be. I normally keep the album cover image file and the artwork and any related material in the same directory as the album itself. Uh, some clients quite like that so that they can display the the various uh, elements when they're playing things. Um, so I wanted to be able to download all the bits and put them all in the same place automatically. Now Magnitune provides an API which is documented on their website. There's a URL in the show notes which I won't read out here. Um, and I should say actually that this information is only available to members, which is one of the things I've forgotten to mention. You, you need to be a subscriber to to get much further into into Magnitude, though you can browse the music um, without being a member. Uh, their API offers data in several formats in XML, SQLite, and MySQL formats. So having thought about the design of this, I concluded that I didn't want to write anything too fancy. I didn't want a full-blown application, especially since really all I was wanting was a downloader. So I, want, I decided that I would end up writing a collection of scripts. Being a bit of a command line guy anyway, that, that appeals. I decided to use the XML data that they offer um, and they they have it in various formats, one of which is organized by album. Now this gets updated about uh, once a week or once every two or three weeks. There's a signaling me mechanism that they offer through a downloadable file which contains a CRC code. Um, and when this CRC changes that means that the uh, the data itself has changed and it can be downloaded. So at the time of writing this, the time of telling you about this, I uh, simply run this by hand when I receive an email alert from Magnitune. Now, they refer, Magnitune, this is, re refers to the um, albums using a unique key made up from the artist's name and the album name and it refers to this as an SKU which I believe stands for Stock Keeping Unit. They use this as a URL component and in it's in XML tags so I use this to identify the stuff I download and to keep a simple inventory. So I decided to write some basic scripts. I wanted one to download the catalogue I wanted something to search and browse the, the catalogue, report stuff back. Um, I wanted something to download an album 
and I wanted something to unpack the downloaded album plus other stuff into the target directory. Along the way, one of the other goals uh, was to learn more about manipulating XML data. So I decided to use XSL, the Extensible Style Sheet Language, to manipulate this stuff. And this lets you define style sheets for XML data, uh, which includes ways of identifying XML components with XPath expressions and of transforming XML with XSLT. Now, this is pretty obscure stuff, um, and I've included a number of links in the in the show notes pointing to the resources I use to, to learn about this stuff. Naturally, I'm keeping my uh, scripts and so forth in a version control system. I use Git, um, and um, in order that you can share and... Uh, follow me in this journey, um, I've put them under the, the free Gitorius service, which is um, a hosted uh, Git repository. I chose that because uh, Ken Fallon and I have been using it for, for various other things, so it seemed pretty straightforward to, uh, to continue using it. Um, in the repository, I've also included a set of extended notes as a, a readme file. Just as an aside, I've uh, written these using one of the the common markup languages. Um, the one I've chosen is called ASCII-Doc. It's a it's a, a simple, fairly simple markup language, but a bit more advanced than m the Markdown language, which a lot of people use. Um, along the way, I've uh, generated HTML from it which is in the repository, and also PDF. So if you go to the Gitorius site, and you can see the URL in the, the show notes, you'll find that you can browse the code, look at the readme, and of course, as with all of these things, you can clone the repository and get a local copy if you're so minded. So next I want to look at the various scripts that I've ended up building. Um, when I was thinking of this stage of the, the podcast, I was wondering what was the best method of doing this. Um, I thought, I didn't really want to be talking you through scripts line by line or anything like that. I'm sure people would be switching off in droves if I did that. Um, I ended up writing some very brief show notes to go along uh, with the podcast um, on the website, which just summarizes the, the details of the scripts and put more details in the Git repository. Um, when I was learning the ins and outs of, of Unix, it was back in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, there was a guy who wrote some very good books in the O'Reilly series, a guy called Jerry Peak, and his technique of explaining shell scripts and so forth was to just drop the whole lot into a, into a book, annotate it, and then go through it line by line. I certainly found I learned a hell of a lot from him. I, I owe him a lot, actually. Um, I got a lot of my knowledge of shell scripting and various other aspects of Unix from him. 
So I wondered about doing that, but I haven't. <laughs> I haven't actually done it. If anybody feels that it would be helpful, I mean, maybe you don't, but uh, if anybody did, then I'd be prepared to, to annotate these things, produce annotated versions of them, and put them up in the Git repository. So if you do feel that that would be helpful, let me know. Drop me some feedback. Send me an email. My email address is on the HPR website. Anyway, getting on with the, the scripts briefly. The first one is called Update Albums. Um, it's a bash script and its purpose is to download a new version of the album catalogue from Magnatune. It gets this as a bzipped XML file. Um, it looks to see whether there's any any work to do and it does it through this mechanism of downloading a little file that contains a checksum, a CRC, uh, which it compares with the current version of the this file. Um, if there's a difference, or if the file didn't exist at all, it's the first time you've ever run the script, it will go and grab the catalogue. Then it generates a summary of the catalogue for in, in a format that's easily searched. The XML isn't that easily searched, um, so I thought that I would generate a, a summary of it. Now, just to digress briefly, um, the summarization of this XML file is done through a piece of XSLT, which is um, which is a method of recognizing components of the XML file and displaying them or printing them out um, in various ways. The XML file contains a simple loop which just cycles through the whole XML and outputs album information. Again, it, I wondered if there was any scope for talking about XSLT and all of this good stuff. Um, Probably my audience is not going to be that bothered by it uh, and not really want to get into it in any any big way i I only did this myself as a as a learning exercise because I've seen this stuff before and wondered what the hell it meant and thought it would be a good opportunity to uh, to find out more if you feel the same and feel that maybe I could uh, help you in any way to to get you started in this, then let me know because I'd be prepared to maybe do a, a podcast on what I've discovered and on the ways of using XSLT, which isn't a huge lot, but uh, it might get you started if that's the way you want to go. Next, we have a script I've called Report Album SKU, which is another bash script. Um, it's really just a wrapper around a bit of uh, XSLT. Uh, it takes the stock unit SKU um, which is this concatenation of the artist and album as a parameter and uh, looks up the details in the XML catalogue. This is really nothing very remarkable uh, but it was an interesting exercise in how to do that type of stuff in, in XSLT so to be honest I hardly ever use it but uh, I present it to you as a as a curiosity. Get album is the name of the next script, which is 
another bash script whose job is to download the, an album <coughs> and all of the related files, the cover images, artwork and so forth. It takes the SKU um, as an argument and uses it to make a URL for an XML file. And this points at all the components um, and uh, has to be downloaded with authentication because this is the point at which you're actually buying something. The script parses this file it's XML so it uses XSLT to pull out the relevant bits um, and it uses it to collect the necessary URLs for downloading the, the components. Personally I only use the OG format but uh, there are many other formats available and the script could easily be changed to collect any or all of the formats. The script records the fact that this particular SKU code has been downloaded so it isn't collected again in error and all downloaded files are given names beginning with this code and are stored for the installation phase. The final component is called install download. This one is a Perl script uh, which unpacks the downloaded zip file that came as the album um, which is going to be unpacked to its its final destination um, then it adds the cover images and the artwork to the same place. Now I use Perl here because it allowed me to um, look at the zip file and determine the name of the directory that was going to be created. This this directory name is going to be the the name of the the album. Um, I couldn't find an easy an easy way to do that in a Bash script, so I used Perl so I could work out what was going to happen, make it happen, and then drop the other files into the same place, and uh, thereby achieve the goal of getting everything in the same same directory. So that's the system. There are a few developments uh, um, happening. Um, particularly, as I said at the beginning, the the, the, the music that I download uh, is actually stored on my server, so it's available to my home network. Um, so I've written scripts that synchronize the music which has been downloaded to my workstation um, up to the, the server, um, and uh, things that make sure it's get, it gets backed up and so forth. The other thing I've done is to make a sort of queuing system or wish list system. Um, I've got a 200 gigabyte download limit per month on my broadband contract, so I try not to download music too often um, and thereby avoid contention with the rest of the family. My queuing system is used to keep a list of stuff that I've listened to and like. Um, and uh, and would like to buy um, and uh, I simply take the top element from this queue every so often and uh, feed it to the, the download and installation scripts do this maybe once a week, once a fortnight, something like that in the future I expect to be refining these scripts and making them less vulnerable to errors for example I found a few cases where Magnatune's XML is not valid 
and this causes the XS, XSLT proc tool that does the, the XML parsing to fail. So I'd like to be able to recover from such errors more elegantly than I'm doing now. I'd also like to be able to deal with interrupted downloads and that type of thing. The, the software as it stands is a bit basic, I guess. It's not as resilient as I'd like it to be. The other thought is that at some point I might well want to rewrite the whole thing in, in a, a different language. Uh, maybe make it into a single script. I don't know. We shall see. So, let me finish with a guess a disclaimer. <laughs> I have no links to magnitude other than being a contented customer. So, this is a a technical chat rather than uh, than an attempt to sell anything honestly okay cheers you have been listening to hacker public radio at hackerpublicradio.org we are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday monday through friday today's show like all our shows was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Share Alike, 3.0 license.